Welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And I'm Bobby. We're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Grand final has been and gone. Yep. <laughs> the end of another season. It's sad. Although... I normally feel really sad now at this point because usually we haven't got anything to look forward to until February, but with this time we've got the World Cup. That's true. Which I'm quite excited for, I must admit. Mm. Anything else been happening this week? No, pretty quiet week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Roger Federer retired. That's true. Little crybaby. He was crying. <laughs> so was Nadal and they were holding hands. Yeah. Do you want to hold my hand now? No. During the pod? It's all right. What if I announced that was retiring from the pod now? Would you hold my hand and cry? I think we'd probably celebrate. Try it. See what happens. I'm going to retire from the pod. <laughs> <laughs> You've been lost without me. I don't think so. Stop holding. Get off my hand. Hold <laughs> <laughs> your hands sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Smells of cheese. Right. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Well, what have we got on tonight then? Well, we've got the grand final review. Yep. Bobby Stats, NRL, and then we're back with our end of season awards with Bry that we did last year. Yes, and... Um... Well, that'll take us a while because there's quite a few awards. There? there is quite a lot of awards. But before we get into things, really, before we get into the the uh, grand final review, shirt day. Oh, what a day. Shirt day was ace. I was knackered by the time Friday night came along. Is that because you changed your outfit like four different times? Yeah. And he had to hold his belly in for most of them because they were old shirts. <laughs> still, still disappointed. Right even now today, still disappointed that Russell Crowe didn't retweet. Right, yeah, fair enough. If it had been Martina and Ratilova, I bet she would have done. Mm. Well, if Louise had have asked her, not if we had. <laughs> yeah, Russell Crowe didn't, re- didn't retweet. He's a busy man. He wasn't busy. He was on Twitter, and I, and I tweeted him and asked him 10 minutes after he put a post on about being in Rome. Yeah, but then he, like, put his phone down. Right, well, should have picked it up again. And... And after the bunnies lost, you've no chance. Well, that yeah, that is true. If they'd have won, you might have might have done it. Yeah, yeah. You might have had a chance. True. But what a day! The amount of people that were joining in, mm. and the amount of shirts that we saw on our feed was absolutely incredible. So thank you, everybody. Uh, and we've raised well over eight hundred pound, and still counting because we're going to leave it open during the World Cup. We've decided. Yeah. Um, so that people can show their international shirts mm. and then we'll have a final tally come the end of the World Cup that we can then uh, send off to our charities. Yeah. But I think as a first effort with, um, should we say, rushed planning, we only had about six weeks to to, to get it going. Yeah. Um, supported by the RFL. Yeah. Well, yeah. They'll be all over it next year. <laughs> yeah, what, because it was good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for your one tweet. 
And um, yeah, I think I just think it was uh, fantastic. Yeah. So well done, everybody, and continue to do so because it was amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Fair. Yeah, it was it was excellent. All the all the different shirts and whatnot, and did you have a, yeah, did they were favorite. Um, there was lots of good ones. There was lots of good ones. Lots of good ones. Um, I can't remember who put it on, but it was an excellent uh, vintage Salford one. Mm. It was like a light blue one with it being like a proper sort of like caricature devil as the. Uh, I think I missed that. I must have missed that one. Right, and I think that that was good. And then your own effort that got a response from Phil Vivers. Yeah, I was quite happy with that. Yeah, I bet you were. Yeah, I was quite happy with that. So, uh, so. that was. Uh, I do yeah. think they should bring back three quarter sleeves. Definitely ace. Absolutely Definitely. ace. Did, did you have a favourite, Bobby? Uh, I, I don't know who posted it, but uh, I th- I thought the um, the 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 t shirt one was quite clever. The the three. Lions and it had Jamie Lyon running across the shirt. Oh, three times. lions on my shirt. Yeah, yeah I, I thought I, was, see I, that, yeah. I like that one. I thought it was quite, yeah, quite, quite clever. clever. But yeah, so thank you, everybody. Brilliant. Mm. Shall we get into the grand final? Let's do it. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world, and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well... You just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Well, for the final time this season and the final game, we are going to review the grand final and it finished Saints 24, Leeds Rhinos 12. I feel like the uh, score's a lot closer than the actual match felt for the majority of it. thought Saints were... Pretty dominant. Didn't look like losing, really, did they? No. I think the only time I thought that Leeds might come back into it was right on half time when they pulled back to 12 6. And then uh, they made a breakaway and got done with a forward pass. Yeah. Could have made it 12. If they'd have scored that because. That was was that twenty four twelve at that point. No, it was still twelve six, I think. Was it? I think so. I think he's thinking of a different forward pass. Uh, the one that was out wide. No, I'm pretty sure it was twenty four twelve. Was it? Yeah, I think if it's yeah. the one you're thinking okay, of, I was think, it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was right. Okay, because but, that would have made things really interesting. Yeah, yeah. really interesting. Ah, uh, yeah, because it was just after the uh, uh, the, the this, second yeah, try. Second try. Leads, leads his second try. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry, my my mistake. Yeah. Um, but apart from those two incidents, I didn't see I didn't see Leeds really overcoming the the mountain, if you like. No, I think it was one game too many for them. Really, uh, they'd done amazingly well to get there in the first place, uh, but just the juggernaut that is St. Helens at the minute was, I think, just a touch too much. But they'll they'll come back. They'll be really, really proud of themselves for what they've done this season and, and things are looking even brighter, really, for next season. Rowan Smith gets a, a full pre-season with him under his belt, bring a few faces in. Mm. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, they must be full of full of optimism, Leeds Rhinos fans, Yeah, this week, I think. Um, I don't think they actually seem too upset at losing. I think it was a real no, bonus I, I, yeah, to be there. Yeah, I, I think that's... Yeah. The pressure was on Saints, and to be fair to Saints, they handled it really well. Yeah, they did. 
Um, some, I mean, Lomax was absolutely outstanding. I thought everything come through him, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, very, very deserved. Harry Sunderland award winner as well. I thought he was just excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Steve predicted him last week. Steve Arford predicted him as his uh, uh, Harry Sunderland winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had twenty points to eight. Closest one we had in scores was probably twenty four ten. Oh. That was Bry. Right. So uh but we had we had some readable scores. Twenty two eighteen I had, twenty two fourteen you had. Twenty two fourteen. Yeah. Mm. Uh, fourteen eight for Bobby. So we're all roughly we weren't we weren't that far out between any of us really. No. No. It was twenty points to eight, so Steve got by twelve as well. Yeah. So I don't think it was a, a classic grand final, but uh, I still enjoyed it all the same. No, it, it won't be anyone's top five, I don't think, in terms of excitement of the actual game. No. Uh, but, you know, how good does this make this team? Statistically, right at the very top, aren't they? I think it's really difficult to... People love to compare eras and they love to compare past players and past teams. But you can't, only for the fun of it. Mm. You know, we mentioned last week, didn't we, when Steve was on about the Rocky Balboa thing when he fought on the video. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're doing that and making a film of it, you, you can't. And you can have your own opinion and you can say, okay, well, you know, we mentioned last week that the Saints team, was it 2006, was it? Yeah would beat this team by 18, 20 points. Mm-hmm. But we'll never know. And it's only your own opinion, isn't it, that, that that does that. Leeds fans will say their team of 2015 would probably beat Saints team of 2006. That's what that's what Rhinos fans would probably say. But we'll never know. No, we'll so never you, know. You can only go what's, what's in front of you. And that this team this year, this St. Helens team this year, is different from the team that won it last year and the team that won it the year before that and the team that won it before that. Mm. Yeah. It's just the the sort of... It's more about the club, really, about where it is at the minute rather than the teams individually, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think with this, with this team... Um, it's built on defence. Previous St. Helens teams are probably built on attack. Mm. Daniel Anderson accepted, probably. Well, that's what's probably kept them... Well, that's probably what's won it for them this season, especially with the injuries, problems that they've had and suspensions and whatnot. They've always defended really, really well, apart from maybe one or two games. Well, you think, don't you, at 24-6, this team thinks, well, we're not conceding four tries. No, they go three try three scores in front. You think that's that's it's getting it. over? Yeah, because um, they trust the defense so much. And even I think this... I think Steve said that as well yeah. last week. I think he said if we go three in front, I'll that'll be it. That yeah. And I think from sixty minutes on, I think Saints took the foot off the gas a little bit. Mm. I think they just played a lot of one man rugby. Saw the sets out, got field position, made leads start back from their own twenty, let's say, and defended. Yeah. And that was that was the plan, and I think you know they they looked like that was that was the way they were going to do it, particularly in the last twenty minutes or so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just some great individual performances as well all round on the pitch. I thought um, 
starting with Leeds, I thought probably Blake Austin was their standout. He had a, I thought he had a great game for Leeds. Yeah, Reese Martin was very good as well. Yeah, Reese Martin was excellent. He he seemed to have his hand in everything as well, didn't he? I think he's quite underrated, Reese Martin. Yeah, yeah. I think he has had a bit of a sticky patch, um, and because and, and, there was, I think there was conversations prior to this at the end of last season that they might not renew his contract, or some fans didn't want it renewed, and maybe they should look elsewhere. But I think he's been really, really good this season. It doesn't happen so much now, but in in years gone by, teams could carry a goal kicker. Mm. And if you're going to carry a goal kicker, then carry him because he's on 38 and counting at the minute. Yeah, broke broke the Super League record, is it? Yes, it is. Uh, I think it was 36 set by Mason Lino. Yeah. So he's broke that now. He's 38 now, is he? 38 and counting, as as Andy said. So I think the record in rugby league is... 41, I think Liam Finn set it in the championship. Mm. So he's four away from beating that. Was it a prize? Was it a surprise for either of you to see Cam Smith at seven? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they might have gone with Liam in there, especially after speaking to, to Eddie last week. There was a couple of options on the for them. Dropping Ardake to fullback, moving Myler to seven. That's what I thought they would have done. Or obviously just just putting Lehman at seven. But I don't think Eddie considered that option, did he? Uh, I think he might have mentioned it briefly. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether it's what he wanted, I'm I'm not so sure. No. Um, and on the other side, uh, Will Opuati making his uh, bi-monthly appearance. Yeah, uh, managed to. Scrape a full 80 minutes together as well. No, he no, didn't. didn't. Did he not? No, he went off. No. <laughs> <laughs> you I, didn't, I didn't even realise he'd gone off. Yeah, about 60 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe a touch later. Yeah. Oh, was it really? Oh, well. Never mind then. So he stood out for you then, did he? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, no. There'd been a few bands coming out of the game as well. Oh, which is it's quite, all kicked off again. It's quite comical, isn't it, really? It's all mm. kicked off again. Um, Three... Three suspensions, I think. Two for contact with the referee, mm-hmm. and one for a late hit. Yeah. So I the think, Knowles I think one is two suspensions. I think Makinson was cautioned. He placed his hand, and, I, and when I say placed, he placed his hand on the official's shoulder, isn't it? And the and the Louis McCarthy Scarsbrook <laughs> one. I think Cam Smith grabs him and drags him, and he sort of holds his hand out to try and keep on his feet, and and. It's the official. He dragged him into the referee. Yeah. It should have been him that got banned if anybody. <laughs> I found bizarre. And and then we had one of our usual, well, quick hands pass. Somebody's gone into the tackle and they get banned. Mm. I don't think that one was as, as surprising, though, was it? I think, uh, I think not only have they been banning people for that this season, but when it's Morgan Knowles that's done it, yeah. and after the... After the drama of last week, as he puts one foot out of place in that game, and he's going to get banned into. They're, they're on the back foot with him now. They they had to do something. So I think, I think him. I just in think general, it's. I just think it's ridiculous. We mentioned it last week that these bands carry forward now to World Cup games and things. I just, I just don't. Why are we it. punishing ourselves? Well, it was one in Australia, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I can't. It was, the, it was the Bunnies player. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, there's another Bunnies. player that's come out and said the it. The Bunnies player that got done for the high tackle. Oh, Tane Milne? Yes. 
Oh, right. And he's been let off or, or repealed or something now, and he, he can play now. Oh, has he? Yeah. I was going to say, I saw Jason Tamalolo. Uh, I don't know. I did see it, though. Right, I didn't he think was he in, was an international player. Right, that was well, I did think, he was, I think he was eligible, so right. whether he'll play or not is a different right, matter. Right, you know. But why, why are we carrying them into the World Cup and why are we punishing England and, and the other home nations? It's punishing, it's punishing the, the tournament as a whole. Exactly. Yeah. Why, I don't understand why they've done that. I've, Who's made that decision? I don't know. I saw Jason Samuelolo come out this week. Oh, he, he, he got up, banned, didn't he? Yeah, he picked up a ban. And he said, I hold my hands up, it's a ban. He said, but don't ban me for the World Cup. It's a domestic ban, and therefore I should serve my time not playing for North of, Queensland, of not, course he should. not my nation. Of course he should. That's who he's been, that's who he's been sent off for, Timbin for, it, whatever. It makes zero sense. Zero sense. There's a lot of things in our game make zero sense, but that one really does, doesn't it? You, um, had, a, you had a bit of a gripe with uh, GF25, didn't you? It's it's Super League twenty seven, <laughs> but it's the twenty fifth grand final. I couldn't care less. <laughs> if right, if um, if American football right would have been the first two years without a Super Bowl, they'd have still have called it Super Bowl fifty two, whatever they were up to. Right. Yes, it's twenty fifth grand final. It, it 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 sort of eliminates those first two super leagues from the records in a way. Mm. So if you said to the general person in the street that might have seen it this week, how old super league? Mm. They'd go, oh, it's twenty five year old. I've just seen it, grand final twenty five. No, it's not. <laughs> you just mentioned that, so I get annoyed. I know it was good, wasn't it? No, it, it's not good. It's it's absolutely ridiculous to take. That grand final, not grand final, that Super League ring, if you like, off, not off, not taking it off them, but taking it away from them, taking the achievement away from those clubs and those players that achieved that in those first two years. I think Just they should. That's what it's doing. I think they should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, no, I don't know, no, no. I've seen a, uh, I've seen a lot of comments around this uh, for the grand final this week, but... Uh, I think we kind of briefly spoke about it. Do you think the attendance is... Oh, don't get me started on that one. Oh, I was, yeah. I'm just... Yeah, just just while you're angry, just, just while you're in that mood. I've seen a lot of people complain about the attendance and that it was too low and stuff. What, you, know. you have a different view, though, don't you? I do have a different view. Yeah. Go on, right. All right. The, the, you have to split this in... You have to split this into different compartments. So... The first one, and we mentioned this before about Magic Weekend, is the actual fan experience, right? So the the fan zone, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and, and and again on this one, pretty rubbish. Mm-hmm. Well done to the players that were involved, the ex players, Leon Price, Wayne Godwin, etc., and on that little stage and that sort of thing. I had my pitch, with Leon. Did you? Yeah. Right, but there Hero. wasn't there wasn't a lot of fan activity. Have your picture taken with the trophies or when they eventually brought them out? Yeah. Right? You all have to stand about 10 yards away from them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's it. So we've mentioned this before, the, the actual fan experience. How does that make people want to go again next year? Well, that doesn't. That bit doesn't, right? But go back to the attendance, okay? If you're a Premier League football team, okay, your attendance is probably, depending on who you support, Probably between 
35 and 60,000, let's say. Mm-hmm. Right? So when it comes to like the FA Cup final or something like that, and you can sell a Wembley out at 80,000, it's not a big effort because people are clamouring for tickets. And apart from what they give the clubs, the two clubs could sell that out between them mm-hmm. and would do. Yeah. Right? When you talk about rugby league, this was the top two average attendance yeah. in the competition this season. Leeds, I think, had 12, just over 12,000 a game. And Saints had 11,800, I think it was. So it worked at 21,000 as an average between the, those two teams. Yeah. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. And we've managed to get 60,000. What if we didn't play at Old Trafford? What if we had? What if that was played at the, the Etihad? Let's say that old what fifty five, something like that. Right, sold out. Yeah, can't get tickets. It's sold out. Why do we get hung up about not having the seventy six? I understand when people go, oh, "That's the, that's the second lowest since this." Times have changed. The games changed. People's lives have changed. We're in the middle of a cost of living crisis. You're up against. Um, you're up against people's activities and 200 channels on telly. You know, people will stay and say, well, actually, because because I watch rugby league and go to different events, Magic Weekend's not been long gone. But then you say, well, actually, because we've had all these events and we've watched these different things, actually, I can't afford to pay 50 quid. As a, fam- as a family of four, I can't afford to pay 150, 200 quid as a neutral mm. to go watch... Uh, a game that my team's not even involved. Well, neutrals aren't bothered, really, are they? People have spent money already on World Cup tickets. Mm-hmm. We've got that coming up. So, And I think, you know, when you look at it, you've got three times the combined average of the two finalists in the ground. Yeah. If you took that of what I've just said with, with football, you'd have to have a stadium with a capacity to match that You'd have to be getting two hundred and forty thousand into the stadium. Yeah. The the other thing that I was looking at as well in in regards to it is that you know I, I, as a as a neutral, there's the last few years there's nothing really that's sort of massively drawn you in. I mean, you know, you, you look back to you know um, you look back to last year and it's you know it's Saints and Catalans all right yeah it's it's maybe a little bit of an underdog story for the for the French side but you know this year it's probably the two most successful teams in the league mm-hmm. as a neutral do you really want to go and there's no real gripping element there as a neutral is there there's no no that, I mean don't get me wrong Leeds have done well you know or you know could, could they overturn the, the the power of St Helens sort of thing but apart from that there's nothing really there that, that just grabs you and goes, oh, I want to go to that. I want to see if they can do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, unless you want to go and watch a game of rugby league live when exactly. you can watch it on the telly or whatever. I don't know. But, you know, I mean, I mean, some of the stuff that, that I read, I'm not going because I'm fed up with the disciplinary process. Uh-huh. Have a word for yourself. Uh-huh. That stopped you from going to the final because you think that someone's playing who shouldn't, who probably shouldn't be playing. Yeah. Have a have a word. No, seriously, I'm not going because of that. I'm not going because it's the same two teams in it all the time. That's not Saints' fault. That's not Leeds' fault. No, 
it's not down to them to lower their standards over the years. It's down to other teams to catch up. To catch up. And when you say that, in in this four years that Saints have been champions, they beat four different teams. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't strictly add up that anyway, does it? Anyway. I actually think 60,000 is a, a decent effort, like you said, when you compare the average attendances and, and all that and the neutrals don't really tend to go anymore, especially with like the Magic Weekend and whatnot. I, I think 60,000 is a pretty good effort. Mm. Particularly, I think, with the World Cup coming up that people would have would have invested tickets in as well. Yeah. And if you're a neutral, you were saying, well, shall I spend me 150 quid on that as a neutral? Or shall I spend me 150 quid on some World Cup tickets and, yeah. and, so like, and watch some games there? It's so like World yeah. Cup finals at Old Trafford. I'd be pretty worried if that wasn't pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. That that's yeah. yeah. Which because is the point that you're a, making. That's a one off event every probably eight years, even more now coming forward in this country. Yeah. And I think that will and I think last time I think it pretty much was. I think last time yeah. it was, yeah. So I and, and, I think, and yeah. England weren't even in it. So should we put that thought on hold until the World Cup final then? Possibly, so, but yeah. I, I think it's a very, very good point. Yeah. 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 But well done, Saints. Yeah, <laughs> and well done, Leeds for getting there. And um, I'm sure that I'm sure they'll be uh, chomping at the bit now for next season. Absolutely, they will. Absolutely, they will. It's Bobby's stats of the week. Yes, stats of the week for the final time this season. Hello. <laughs> How many? They better be good. That's all I'm saying. We'll go with five. I've got five. Right, because before you said you had five and a half. Yeah. But how can you have half? No, it's not. I don't. It's always not really a half. We'll go with five. Right. I want to wear this half at the end now. So you? not five and a half. No, we're going to go with five. five. Just five. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one. Um, we'll go to Australia, where the Parramatta Eels are looking to become the first team since 2005 to win the Premiership after finishing fourth. Every other team since then has been third or better. Okay. Who was the last one, do you know? It was the West Tigers. Oh, yeah, 2004, you said, didn't you? Five. Yeah, they, Five, they, sorry. They, they played um, Bradford Bulls then, didn't they? Yeah. The Club Challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, and got beat. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so that number two, uh, probably one that everyone is a little bit more familiar with, and that is that Christian Wolf has become the first coach in Super League history to win three titles in a row. Obviously, Leeds did it back in uh, 07, 08, 09, but they did have two different coaches under... Brian McLennan and I think it was Brian McDermott. Mm, would that not been Tony, Tony Smith? Smith? Tony, yeah, sorry, it was Tony Smith in 07, sorry. Sorry, I thought it was, yeah, I got it wrong. That's right. Mo- quickly moving on. Was it not Tony Smith first and then Brian McLennan? Doesn't matter, does it? Well, it does to them probably. But yeah. Well, he's bumbled that one, right? Yeah, anyway, go on. Start three. <laughs> start number three. Uh, Will Hopawate has become the 15th player to win both a Super League and NRL title. He won it with the Manly Sea Eagles in 2011. Um, There is only one 
British player to win both, and that is Adrian Morley, who won it with the Sydney Roosters. Right, yeah. Adrian Morley or Will Opoati? <laughs> well, if you're looking for a centre or a fullback, then Adrian Morley. <laughs> uh, stat number four. Uh, Johnny Lomax is the first halfback to win the Harry Sunderland Award in five years. The last player to do so was Danny Maguire in 2017. He's also the 10th half to win it since 1996, which was Super League's inception. I feel like there should be more, there would have been more than 10 halfbacks, wouldn't it? Mm. Mm, especially early on. It's like in the Super Bowl, isn't it? A quarterback not winning the uh, MVP. Mm. MVP, you don't half bugs me those words. <laughs> MVP, <laughs> yeah. most valuable player. Yeah, so Johnny Lomax won the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, of Super Bowl 25. Maybe we should do a, a pod of uh, <laughs> Super Bowl. T- <laughs> Maybe we should do a pod of uh, terms that annoy us from other sports. Okay. Yeah, okay. Put it, out, put it on the, the notes, that. <laughs> and the final one, stat number five, it sticks with Johnny Lomax as he is also uh, the... Uh, the own, the second St. Helens player... Uh, sorry, I've bumbled that one. Again. He is also the second St. Helens halfback to win the award. Uh, the last player to do or so was Frank Myler back in 1970. Okay. So so what was the half a stat? Uh, I can't remember. All right. Whatever. <laughs> go on. You never know now, will you? Yeah. Yeah, go on. No, it was the part about him being the 10th player, 10th halfback to win it. Ah, terrible. Well, thank goodness we've got a break from them for a couple of weeks. Like, yeah. Right, you're, you're going to have to bring it back up on this next one now. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes. <laughs> NRL time. That was bad, wasn't it? They're always hard around one-off games because you've got to try and like... It was the way you read them. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. Reese has got spreadsheets. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who died and then was born? It's like a quiz question, isn't it? Like one of them. Uh, NRL semi-finals. Did they just call them semis? Or they just Prelims, like, I think. Qualifying Or is semis? it the is elimination it? semifinals? I don't know. Anyway, ah. semifinals, anyway. Cowboys 20, Eels 24. That was a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. Thought they were going to uh, snatch it back towards the end, the Cowboys, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, good game. And the Panthers 32, Rabbitohs 12. After being 12 nil up. 12 nil up and then let 32 unanswered points in. 12 nil would have been the uh, point for the retweet of Russell Crowe, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's fair. And it's actually fair no, to it? argue that the Bunnies should have even been more than 12 ahead. They absolutely dominated that first half and somehow went in level at 12 all. Mm. Yeah, the Panthers levelled it with like three seconds mm. to go, didn't they? Uh, which then leaves us with uh, this, this Sunday morning, 9.30, uh, the Panthers... Versus the Eels. Should be good. Should Pan- be good. 
Panthers. 2-1 to the Eels this season. Is it really? Mm. I was just going to say Panthers, but... Probably, but it's 2-1 to the Eels so far. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Uh, and just while we're on other playoffs, we might as well include it in this little bit, if that's okay. Uh, we've got uh, the championship finals this week as well. Oh, yes. Uh, we had the semis last week. Lee, 70. York, 10. What's that about? I don't know. I can't really see anybody stopping Lee, can you? No. Uh, but it won't be Featherston. Uh, Featherston, 28. Batley, 32. Uh, a game which has since seen the resignation of Brian McDermott. Mm. And much to the seemingly delight of the Featherston fans, I must say. They've, they've just done a complete 180, haven't they? They've not liked him, have they? No, and... The second half of their season has been dreadful, really. Yeah. Uh, which leaves the million-pound game on Sunday evening. Um, Half-past six kickoff Sunday evening, Lee versus Batley Bulldogs. Mm. They still get that big check. The novel teacher. Yeah. <laughs> the one that they brought on for uh, Marwan Kukash. Yeah. Don't I hope so. I don't. I'd love Ridiculous. to see... I'd love to see... Derek Bowman trying to fold that up and put it in his leopard's hoodie. <laughs> it's not real, Derek. You never know. <laughs> uh, can't, obviously, I mean, I can't see Batley overturning Lee, but I'd really hope it's a closer game in the semi, just 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 for that million pound game, just the excitement yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, I read, uh, I read as well. Apparently, Lee had ten overseas players playing for them on the weekend, so. If they do get promoted, it'd be interesting to see what kind of squad they have next year. Was it the same rules in Championship? Mustn't be. I, I don't. Or do they come under that like call pack stuff? Yeah, must mm, be. Maybe it does. It does just say overseas. So whether that, I don't know what that refers yeah. to exactly. But ten overseas players. Mm. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Batley have got four miners, three postmen, a butcher, and a news agent. <laughs> I won't be saying that through in Super League. I don't. Well, can they, well they haven't met the criteria, have they so far? Have they not? No, um, they've been told what they have to do, but they haven't met it so far. So if they didn't meet it, that means Toulouse would get a reprieve. Or would it go to Lee? Don't know. I hope they give it to Toulouse because Derek Beaumont would go. But now Toulouse have released all the players, haven't they? Yeah. So I'd be surprised if it went to fancy, Toulouse. Yeah. Fancy coming back? Yeah. <laughs> Change of plan. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Uh, be like Anchorman we're getting the show on the road again yeah <laughs> it would uh, anyway that was the NRL apparently on the championship you call that a knife this is a knife that's not a knife that's a spoon and now it's time for the main event of the pod tonight uh, as we said earlier it's the end of season awards and obviously we're joined by Bri from Six again Bri you there mate Hiya, boys. How are we? Hey, Brian. Very well. Hi, Brian. Are you okay? Yeah, not too bad. Recovered from the weekend, so yeah, not too bad now. Excellent, excellent. Well, it must be said before you carry on. I did see a picture of uh, Brian's tea uh, on Sunday. All uh, right. Uh, he was. He was one of those slightly. You know, when you've been hungover and you have a big tea. Yeah, that's what Brian had. No, it was twice that. It was bigger than that. If, yeah. <laughs> If I show you, if I show you a picture of it now, Callum, are you gonna do? Are you gonna look at it without laughing? I don't know. Okay, this is Bryce T on Sunday. That's a big hangover, isn't it, Bryce? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. 
Uh, brilliant. Right, Thanks, well, like we said, it's the end of season awards that uh, we did for the very first time last year. I love these. Yeah, so uh, I think, Bobby, you're going to read our cat- well the category out and then we'll uh, reveal who we've got down as the winner. Yep. Yeah? Okay. okay, you can kick us off whenever you want them. All right, let's uh, let's start off with the the Blame Anyone But Themselves Award. Uh, I went to, uh, well, I went Dabble Powell, really. Yeah. Uh, because the only one I went for was Manly as a club. That's not, <laughs> I thought we've lost every game since that rainbow shirt come out. <laughs> but, but uh, so my, yeah, so my vote's going to go to Manly Seagulls. Okay, well, I'd also wrote um, Daryl Powell down, but I felt like it was a bit too obvious. So um, I suppose this, this other one's obvious as well, but I went for Derek Beaumont. <laughs> right. Just because of his Cause rants can. and stuff, yeah. yeah. I like it, yeah. So. Uh, I went with Steve McNamara for blaming the match officials for sharing a plane with Leeds in the playoffs. <laughs> Very good, I like that I like one. that. Very yeah. good, yeah. very good. Right, I went for Daryl Powell as well, and also Mr. Wood for blaming the fans uh, that say that were and him that they saw when he shut the blinds. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, after hearing all those, my vote is now going to go to Steve McNamara. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Right, that's carried then. There we go. So this week, uh, this this year's winner is Steve McNamara, and he took it off last year's winner, which was Ian Watson. Just for the record, okay. Um, the next the next award we will go to is uh, the Neom Award, the fastest the fast award. What, the, what, what was award? that? What was that? Sorry, Neom. <laughs> uh, I've gone for Jason Gary Gary for his ten second opener against uh, St Helens. Oh, good one! I like that. Yeah, that was mine. Okay, I didn't write this down. I must have missed it off the list for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, in that case, then, I went for Ash Hanley for his chase down in the uh, last few minutes of the Magic Weekend game. Okay, yeah, very good. Okay, very Brian. good. Brian? I had Ash Hanley as well, but you can't look past field or fence either, can you? No. No, but we have done because nobody's wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like Ash handled unanimously. You what? Apart from me. You what? Unanimously. <laughs> you mean everybody? Yeah. Everyone said it. Yeah. Well, I, can't I said even, it right the second well, time. Well, I can't even write that one down because I didn't write it down in the first place. Right. So don't have a go at me then. I'm not. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pass one of them back over to Bri on this one. And uh, Bri, you've done a couple of Twitter ones. So let's go with Best Actor. Best Actor, we had four nominees. We had Tom Lynham, Jake Connor, Sam Tompkins, but the winner was Richie Myler. Right. I think it was the I think it was the Huddersfield game where he got someone sent off. Yeah. Yeah. Chris yeah. Hill. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, for his uh, roly poly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Or headstand. Get a credit Sam Tompkins there. He seems to be in that one every year. Mm. I think Sam Tompkins was the it was for his interview in the on the Wednesday on Sky Sports saying, Oh, we I don't like it when players faint and then two days later 
he was fine. Then. Yeah. yeah. That's the coach for everybody that's playing. That's the coach. What did you think? And he just went, dived. Was it Ian Watson? Ian Watson. He dived. Yeah. That was it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, next award. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into Referee of the Year. Uh, I've gone with James Child. I think he's had an excellent year, to be quite honest with you. I also went with James Child. Yeah, uh, I think he's really, I would say improved, but I think he's been um, consistent. I think that semi-final against uh, Catalan and Leeds really summed him up. Yeah, I thought he did really well. I thought yeah. he handled it quite well. Yeah, I, I, was, I thought he might get a chance of getting the grand final. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought particularly Liam Moore did it last year. Yeah, so but uh, yeah, definitely James Child for me. Mm, I agree. Well, Liam Moore was my choice, but okay. I think uh, I think uh, I did forget about James Child. To be fair, and I think he has had a good season, like okay. you said, right? I have both of them down, Moore and Child. Yeah. Oh, it looks like Child has won it. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, our next award is... Uh, let's have one from us. Let's go for worst reason for missing the pod. Can I go first? Yep. Andy playing tennis. Oh, come on. I've also got Andy playing tennis. <laughs> I went for Bobby. No, I didn't. I went for Andy playing tennis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> so it looks like I've won that one, doesn't it? They'll get a trophy and everything. No. No. Oh. You didn't get a trophy at the tennis either. We well, probably lost as well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Quickly moving on. Uh, okay. The next award is couldn't pick their own nose. Uh, I went for Louise. I went for Louise. I went for Louise. <laughs> Bry? I had, I had four. Kev Brown needs a good mention because he's awful. Right. As uh, as do myself and Andy because we both picked Warrington and Acosta's. Yeah. But essentially, I picked Louise. Yeah. Um, Neil Bois. I actually want to change my answer to... Um, the blame anyone but themselves, and I'm going to pick uh, Brian Andy because they kept pick- they kept blaming Warren. <laughs> 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 um, Honourable mention for the Lancashire team uh, on uh, couldn't pick their own nose because mm. uh, they were rooted to the bottom for the most of the season. Yeah, I'd also say the uh, the insiders because they were far ahead at one point. Yeah, yeah, that's a good 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 shout, but Louise. A worthy winner, I think. Just that one week, I think, but... Yeah, well done, Louise. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to the next award, Comedian of the Year. Um, I went for the RFL uh, because they said they were going to back us on shirt day and then only sent one tweet out. Okay. I was like, ah, <laughs> just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, I went with Phil Clark. Uh, for his, well, first of all, picking Brad Takarangi as Man of Steel, and second of all, uh, Life on the Farm. Yeah. I, I've got Phil Clark for Life on the Farm. It's not a matter of life and death. He's seen life and death on the farm. I don't think I don't think anything can trump that unless you've got something spectacular, Bri. I went for Daryl Powell saying they weren't in a relegation battle. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've been good. I thought we were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trained well. Yeah. Trained well. <laughs> I, well, you're calling it's your vote in the end then. Well, the RFL. It's going to be life on the farm, isn't yeah, it? Life on the farm. There you go. Bill Clark, Animal Farm. Right. 
Okay, uh, the next award is Why Do We Keep Picking Them? Uh, oh, I had a, go on, I'll let you go because I, I had a short list for this. Okay, uh, I went for Andy and Bry for continuously picking Warrington. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I'll go next because I had myself and Andy for picking Warrington. <laughs> I also had Josh Reynolds. Yeah. I also had anyone included in the Warrington pack. Yeah, I also had any Warrington followers. Yeah. What else have you got, Callum? Anything else? Was that, was that yeah, you? no, just any Warrington forward. Yeah, okay. Uh, I had um, uh, I had Josh Reynolds uh, on my shortlist. I also had Luke Gale on my shortlist. I had Tom Lynham on my shortlist. I had Sam Royal for Hulk KR. There's no point. Sam's not here. All right, where's he gone? Back to Saints. And to be water boy. Yeah, and I had uh, Huddersfield's cheerleaders. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, can we come to a consensus? It's looking like Warrington Pack, isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, I forgot what you said, to be honest. Josh Reynolds. It was either Josh Reynolds or Warrington Pack. Yeah. I like. I do like Sam Royal. Sam Royal? Yeah, yeah Sam Royal wants I it. think Sam Royal. All right. Sam Royal? Sam Royal, All right, Sam Royal gets Sam it. Royal? Sam Royal gets it. Uh, our next award, uh, we're going to come back to you, Bri. We're going to go to a Twitter poll, and that is, why did we let him leave? Well, we have four for this one. Um, Zach Ardaker, uh Chris Hill, James Batchelor, but the winner overall was Lee Briers. Ah, okay. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good choice, to be fair. He might win it again next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to uh, most improved side. Um, Salford, for me, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I went a different route. I went with Huddersfield. Uh Finishing towards bottom and finishing third this year with a Challenge Cup final, I went with Huddersfield. I had similar thoughts about the two between the two, and I I come down on the side of Huddersfield. Yeah, you would do though, wouldn't you? After prediction, I've gone Leeds, Keithley, Batley, but all in all, I went for Salford. Okay, mm-hmm. could be. Looks like a joint winner then. Yeah, We've got two each there. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, next one. Okay, uh, next award is, uh, let's go with the one that I, well, it's called the Mountie Award, and I believe it was uh, done by Andrew Foster, was it? Yeah, Uh, this is the Mountie Award, sponsored by Andrew Foster. It was last year's The Invisible Man, but this year he has called it the Mountie Award, and the winners are Rugby League Fans. Because they finally got their man out in Val <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Who's gonna t- we don't know who's going to take over that job, do we? No. It's got to be John Dalton, hasn't it? Uh, I think he's been after that for a while. So, yeah, unless John gets um, um, an offer from outside the sport, like Sally Bolton did in 2013 after the World Cup. Mm. Maybe they're not for rugby league by now. Maybe. But yeah, the Mountie always gets their man. And Ralph, 
He's out. He's out. Okay, next one. Okay, uh, let's go to Coach of the Year. Uh, Christian Wolf for me. I went with Paul Rowley. Uh, Christian Wolf. Honourable mentions for Lois Forsell and James Simpson. James Simpson could get the treble at the weekend, but I went for Craig Lingard. Yeah, good shout. Mm. Yeah, yeah, good shout. Um, done, done well and, and uh, still in with a chance of uh, promotion. So, yeah, well done. But with two votes, it looks like Christian Wolf, Callum, doesn't it? Mm. I, did, I just think he, he didn't get the award at the Man of Steel, did he? Because uh, no. Matty Pete got it, fair enough. But I think, especially after weekend and when the League Leaders Shield and, and three in a row for him. Great in history, in, you I know, so, his yeah. own personal yeah. record. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I so. think so. Fair enough. Uh, let's go to photo of the year. Uh, I I found I found uh, one that had quite a lot of um, likes, and it got passed around on social media. What it was a, a a player called Gareth Jones who plays for Lee Centurions in the uh, LDRL. Yes, uh, yeah. and there's a photo of him celebrating a a try. And I thought that was really nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was. I should. I, I did see a little video of that as well. And uh, yeah, the rapturous applause. Wasn't it for when yeah. he scored his try? Yeah, I do think so. Yeah, right. I had that down, and the one that I used and it got most most likes this year of um, Kevin Sinfield and Rob Budo doing a running leads. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, Callum, any thoughts? There was yeah. one. There was one. Last well, the week before, and it there was something where it was, was somebody commiserating with somebody, and it reminded me of when oh, in, was it Hull and Lafay? Yes, it was Hull and Lafay. Yes, that was my that was my pick when because um, it reminded me of uh, the the Ashes one when uh, with uh, Flintoff and Brett Lee. Mm. There was one come out today actually. I think it's Liam Marshall on his stag do, but he's wearing all St. Helen's gear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Excellent. Brilliant. Um, in I'll, I'm going for the... Uh, um, sorry, I forget the young man's name. The, the Gareth PD. Jones, the Gareth. LDRL. Yeah, I'll, I'd, I yeah, would I'd go that. with that. I'd go with that. Yeah. Bri, yeah. happy with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, next up is Haircut of the Year. I'll kick this off. Me. <laughs> I also had Callum. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be disappointed, I'll be honest, if I don't want this. Um, well, I, I had, obviously, I mean, I had Ryan Pappenhausen down. That is Callum. Yeah. You ever seen me and Ryan Pappenhausen in the same room? No. No. Right. That's all no. I'll say on that. <laughs> He's not played many matches this year either. Well, there you go then. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Right. Callum all but fash. <laughs> it's going to be Callum. All these second rate mullets not been in it, have they? Exactly. There you go. There you go. Well done, Callum. Well done. Thank you. Okay, um, let's go to facial hair of the year. Have you anything for that? Uh, I had uh, Jason Gary Gary, especially after your comments earlier in the season that you said that he was 18 and had like the facial hair of a 30-year-old and it was very well trimmed and stuff. So. Okay, yeah. Brian? I've got three. Go on. James Bentley's atrocious attempt that looked like mine. Yeah. Cam Munster, once he dyed his hair. But James Simpsons is the best moustache in rugby league, surely. Well, 
I would slightly disagree. I mean, I'm, I'm all for your, I'm all for your, uh, uh, I'm all for your nomination, Bry. But Chris McQueen. <laughs> oh yeah! Uh, oh, Chris, his Wyatt Earp. Chris McQueen, Chris McQueen, and his Wyatt Krispy Cream. Yeah, Krispy Cream, <laughs> and his Krispy Cream, and his Wyatt Earp moustache. I'm coming, and when you, when I get there, hell is coming with me. Yeah, I'll let you out. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. So, so hang on, I'm just writing down the winner, Krispy Krispy Cream. Cream. Yeah, right, got you. So. <laughs> Um, next up, we're going to go with signing of the year. I'll go first. One. Channel four. Oh, good one. Oh, I like, oh, I like it. Oh, yeah, yes. that's a good one. Yeah, good one. Yeah, very good. Callum. Um, Brody Croft, but it's just an obvious one, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Bobby. Uh, I I try to stay. I I agree. Brody Croft came straight into my mind, but I actually went with a couple of others uh, others from his Salford team, and that was Mark Sneed and Tim LaFire. I think they've both been excellent this yeah, season. Yeah, Tim LaFire. Yeah, they have. They've both been yeah, I had, I had the obvious Croft as well, but I also had Conrad Hurrell. Yeah. Yeah, good choice. Uh, I think he's, you know, I think he's changed uh, his... I think he's got a new lease of life, and I think it's been an excellent signing. But I'm all for Channel 4 there. Yeah, too. definitely. I think that's the winner, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Okay, uh, Brian, coming back to you for another Twitter poll, and that is the most impressive injury return. Again, we have four. Um, we had Jai Field, um, Bevan French, Johnny Lomax for carrying on, but the eventual winner was Callum Watkins. Mm. Mm. No objection there. No, no, good no. season. Danny Richardson would have been a good shout, I think, as well. Yeah. Danny Richardson was fifth in the in the in the suggestions, yeah. He just missed out on the poll. Okay. Next one. Okay, the next award uh is Women's Player of the Year. Uh I've gone for uh I've gone for Courtney Winfield Hill from Leeds Rhinos. Yeah. Um I wanna I wanna I didn't what I didn't realise was she's a bit of an Ash Barty. Tennis. She, she played cricket for years and didn't play rugby league. She'd well, play, her she, wife's a cricketer. Yeah, but she didn't play as a um, rugby league in, as a, uh, until uh, since being a junior, mm. and then played again in 2018. Captain the side in 2019, and now is in the World Cup squad, and has captain Lee Rhinos to uh, a Super League title. I think you know that's, that's some. Aggression or some comeback yeah. or whatever you want to say. Yeah, no, I also had a. That was yeah. that was my choice. Okay. Yeah, I went with the. Uh, I, I went with the eventual woman of steel. I went with uh, Tara Jane Stanley. I thought she had a good season for York. Yep. Stick your neck out there, Bubbles. Well done. Right. I had Tara Jane Stanley down. Uh, Caitlin Beavers has had a good season. Zoe Ormby, fantastic, and she has to travel with two of her teammates to, from Newcastle. But I went for Georgia Roach. Okay. Think she's been outstanding. Okay. Any any overall consensus there out of the names we've mentioned? It, well, it's thanks to, to, to Courtney Winfield Hill to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well done, Courtney. Uh, coming back to you, Bry. We are going to go to another Twitter poll, and we'll go with most up uh, match review panel. Again, we have four. Um, Morgan Knowles was one. 
Although someone said they just like the look of him because he's a nice lad. Um, Zane Tetefano. Leon Watts was up and MRP actually tweeted saying he's been the one who's been in the most so he should win it. <laughs> but the most votes went to James Bentley. Hey. <laughs> uh. Uh, next up, we have the Wet Paper Towel Award. Sponsored by the least former podcast. <laughs> well, you could you could pinpoint individual things like we've had stuff where um, I think it was Hull or Castleford or whoever that like turned the back on the penalty. We had a couple mm, of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turned the back on a quick tap. We had yep. those sort of things. We had Warrington for the last twenty minutes every single week. Yeah. Um, but I my vote goes to Hull FC. Um, for their 36-4 defeat in the derby against 16 players, because that's all KR had. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I had um, Warrington's last 20 minutes in every game. <laughs> I uh, I also had Hull FC, but for the, as you already said, the, the Dowell-Clark try where he tapped it and they had every, every single player had his back to them. Okay. Right, looks like it's going to be your consensus, this. I had Hull FC... For the same for the old KR game, but I just want an honourable mention to Warrington's defence when Liam Faddle decided to audition for Strictly. Yeah. Well, why don't we have a joint award between Warrington last twenty minutes and Hull FC against Hull KR? Could just have Hull. Just, just generally. generally. Just yeah. generally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just Hull. Fair enough. Just Hull then. There just Hull FC. Yeah. Well done, Hull FC. Uh, Brian, coming back to you or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not exactly a award you want, is it? Um, Brian, coming back to you for this one. uh, Seeing as though I think you've done a bit of marshalling this year, um, we're coming to you for the wheelchair player of the year. Okay, there's been a few standouts. Um, Lewis King's played really well. Martin Norris for for Wigan, really good player. Um, Rob Hawkins for Halifax, fantastic. But my vote would have to go to Nathan Collins of Leeds in England. Okay. He just changes games and he's a tackle machine as well. The size of him in the chair, he, how he plays is phenomenal. He definitely gets my vote. Brilliant. And you've been to a few matches this year, haven't you, Brian? Yeah, we might even be going to the grand final on Saturday. Yeah, we don't know. Um, but yeah, I've been to a few and he, he just stands out constantly. He's it, it, like... It sounds daft. He's like Johnny Lomax. You know when he's not playing. When he, you know when he's not there. Yeah. You notice more when he's not there than when you. And then he'll do something, yeah. and he'll do something spectacular. And you're like, oh yeah, Nathan's playing. Yeah. That he's he's that good. Well done, well done, Nathan. Yeah. Okay, our next award is most likely to start a fight in an empty room. There's a few for this, isn't there? I have a feeling the holder might win this. <laughs> I think last year's winner was Jake Connor, wasn't it? Mm, it was. Well, he's yeah. on the short list again. I think I think uh, LMS is a bit of a dark horse for that. Yeah. Mm. Especially for referees in the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Bentley, obvious one again. Bentley, yeah. Connor, LMS. Mm. I had, I had... I've got two down. Jake Connor and Dylan Napper. Napper. Mm. I also had... I also had a dark horse in Sione Matautia. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can, imagine, I can imagine him out of it. Peter yeah. Metallia as yeah. well. Yeah. Bobby? Yeah. Uh, I went with James Bentley. I went with an early season James Bentley. Mm. Well, mm. what's the what's the who's the winner then? I don't know. Just give it Jake Connor. He's already got it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'd say if you could put a video on Jake Connor, you, know, you remember the, when they, they were on Sky and he got taken off? It was against Castleford. Yeah. And he was sat on the bench with a titty lip on. Oh, and he was. I reckon if he'd have gone and saw, if he'd have gone into the changing rooms and you watched that cabinet, he'd have won it. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yep, Jake Connor, two years on the trot. Well done. Well, well done. done. Okay. Um, next up, and there's been uh, a few cases this season for this award, but we're gonna go with the softest sin bin. Cry. I mean, the just every single week. Oh, the amount of. Soft ones we've had this season, but uh, in the end, I settled for the Mahe for newer one away at Wigan. I like it. Oh yeah, I like yeah. it. That's a tremendous effort. Yeah, I had the I had the uh, the Chris Hill one. Yeah, for uh, Richie Myler. Oh, that was a good one as well in that game. The Joe Greenwood one. Joe, that's that's the winner. That's that's my, actually yeah, yeah no, that's, Joe Green, that's a cracker where he fell over where he, where where he fell he over he had no idea yeah where he had his back turned to the oh, player and he got he was on his hands and knees and he just fell over that him. is a good shout that like is a good that. one I've actually changed my mind to that Joe Greenwood one so have I yeah right I had Joe Greenwood down but I also want to give an honourable mention to our Cats fan Alison who was playing at the weekend and she got simbined <laughs> um, for having the for a professional foul and having the ball well basically she said she had the ball thrown at her I asked her, did she appeal? She said no. She just went off in a huff. So, <laughs> honourable mention to Alison. Yeah, yeah, well done, Alison. Well, uh, but I, you've got a bit of work to do to catch up Joe Greenwood, I think. There. Yeah, I, now that you've said the Joe Greenwood, I agree with that. But I did have written down the uh, George Lawler one at Hull FC where he was holding down with like two seconds to go yeah. and Chris Kendall oh, decided yeah. to simbin him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a bad one. See, I had, I had an alternative. That's, yeah. I had an alternative, and it was Jack Wellsby. He blossomed him bin for the twice. He threw the ball away, and the first one, I was like, "Right, okay, yeah, fair enough, not a problem." But then you watch every game this year; someone's done it, and no one gets pulled up on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got pulled up on it twice. So on another angle, it's off the sim bin. I had that too. Yeah, very good. Uh, the next one is Joe's won it though, has he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's, a, that's a that's a good shout. Yeah, who's just signed yeah. the new contract? I read. Yes, uh, until the end of twenty twenty five. I think. Yes, I saw oh, that. Yeah, well done, Joe, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up is the most annoying sound at the ground. Right, I'll go to six again, buzzer. Yeah, and Andy will agree with me on this one. Vuvu Zaylers at Old Trafford. Oh. They're terrible, aren't they? You can't hear yourself outside the ground. No. That's shocking. I I had one where I went to a game earlier in the season at Salford and there was a bloke sat behind me shouting uh, constantly throughout the game, uh, come on, Solly. Now, I don't think anyone in the history of Salford has ever <laughs> referred to them as Solly and therefore it really annoyed me for that reason. Okay. Um, Drum. Just any, any drum. Any drum. Any drum. Yeah. Just winds me up. Okay. I've got two. One that's not strictly on the on a ground. Uh, it's Bray on the pod. <laughs> and... 
Is that is that because I don't use my posh voice? It is, mate. Yeah, yeah and, your radio voice. And the other one, the other one, which I, I, I hope you all agree, because the other one is all they have to do is ba ba ba. All oh, right, sweet Caroline. Yeah, yeah. That just winds me up. Fair enough. Oh, fair enough. So, what's the winner? Uh, I'd have to go with six again buzzer considering I got go abused as well. I'd have to go with six again buzzer. Yeah, yeah. I'll just put six again and then it covers a lot. Just, just in capital <laughs> letters. <laughs> I'll just six put six again and it and it covers again. That means two things. And then <laughs> in small in small handwriting underneath, read the terms and conditions. It yeah. says buzzer. Buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I, I can't spell buzzer, so I've just wrote six again. Right. <laughs> Next one. Okay, Bri, we're coming back to you for another Twitter poll. And let's start with the most underrated player. Right. Um, the four who got the most nominations were George King, Reese Martin, Ignatius Passy, and Dion Cross. Okay. Okay. And Dion Cross won. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. If I was looking at that one, um, is Tim LaFay underrated? Probably was in the first half of the season. I don't think so. He made Dream yeah. Team. Uh, I'd say Mason Lino was underrated. Yeah. And I'd also say that uh, Hull KR, Frankie Halton. Yeah. Yeah. I went with Matt Parcell from Hull KR as well. I think he's quite, I think he goes under the radar quite a lot. I didn't do it because it was on a poll. That's ah, fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next one. <laughs> Uh, next one, uh, this is the one uh, that I added in, um, just because I found this uh, quite funny, so I don't know if anyone can uh, top my suggestion for this one, but it's uh, the social media mishap. Okay. Uh, and my my nomination is uh, the Huddersfield Giants uh, Twitter and Facebook page. Um, earlier in the year, um, they wished Will Price a happy birthday, on the 12th of May, but the person that runs the account is American and thought his birthday, and his birthday is the 5th of December, Right. but they thought it was in May, so they wished him a happy birthday, to which Will Price commented and said, cheers lads, but my birthday is not for another uh, six months. (laughs) (laughs) Because they got the numbers the wrong way around. Yeah, because he was in... Oh, silly Americans. There you go. Well, that's worthy of a win. Yeah. Uh, and And they are... Now, currently holding it again because they won it last year. Oh, they did, didn't they? For, oh, yeah. Was that the... when they disappeared at the end of the game? Yeah, they didn't yeah. put the full. They, they, had, they disappeared. No, no, it went. It went they, they won it because they put up a, a tweet, a video of um, Big Errol Crabtree telling all the fans to come down, having a, its first game of the season after after COVID, and. Two days later, they or within twenty four hours, Huddersfield cancelled the game because they didn't have enough players. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, how many more? Have we got any more? Yeah, I think we've got one, two, three, four more. If I got, if I've counted correctly. Okay. Uh, okay. The next. I think there's a few more. The next award is Rumor of the Year. I've got Bev and Friends going to Hull only. Yeah, good one. I had uh, Bev and French going to Saints. Yeah. <laughs> I had Bev and French going home. <laughs> <laughs> I had IMG keeping Toulouse up. Okay. 
So it looks like Bevan French has won. Yeah. Just Bevan basically it's Bevan French going anywhere, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh the next award is Young Player of the Year. Uh Young Player of the Year, I got a few down. Lewis Murphy's really impressed me at Wakefield. Um been really impressed with with Harry Smith at Wigan. Uh, and Jack Wellsby is just uh, seems to be a generational talent. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with Lewis Murphy. Okay. Yeah, I had pretty much uh, them three written down. Uh, I went with Harry Smith. Okay. Okay. I had how old? I don't know how old he is. Um, Owen Trout at Huddersfield. Not sure how old he is. No, he's made the night squad. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how old he is. Whether he counts as a young player, but okay. he, he's had a good season. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I stayed away from Wellsby, but I, had, I did have John Benison. Oh yeah, he's had a really good season. Um, and I did have Lewis Murphy, uh, but my vote in the end went to Mikey Lewis. Yeah, he, yeah. he's had a good season. Yeah, yeah, Brian. he does some magic stuff. I had. I went a bit left field. I had Luke Hooley, uh, Batley. He's had fantastic season. Probably one of the reasons why they're in the grand final. Uh, Frankie Holton. Yeah. And I went for Dion Cross. Okay. Good. I think looking at the number of votes there, it's probably Lewis Murphy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think so, looking at that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Lewis Murphy. Uh, The next award is the most disappointing side. Warrington Wolves. Warrington Wolves. Warrington Wolves. Yeah, Warrington. But... But I did write Hull down again. I was just going to say, but well-tried Hull FC. Mm. What an effort from Hull FC. And Bradford Bulls. And and Bradford Bulls, yeah. But Hull FC won it last year. Yeah. So what an effort to try and win the most disappointing side in the league two years on the trot, Mm. which which would have took some doing. Yeah. And they almost did it. If it hadn't been for Warrington, they would have done it. I think, yeah. uh, Now, Bobby, I have a down that we have two left. Uh, okay, I've only got one, Bry, so... You've got player of the season left. Yeah, that's right. Right, well, the one that you haven't got is Chance of the Year. Oh, yeah, we oh, couldn't okay. think of one, but Bry did, so I said I told him to put it back in. Oh, okay, fair enough, uh, okay. Salford v Leeds. Salford had a one for six games, Salford win, Salford fans singing... There is only one Helen Skelton to Richie Myler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Yeah, worthy, worthy winner, worthy winner, worthy winner. I like that. It's good. Mm. And then that leaves us with one award to go. It does indeed, and that is the Player of the Year, LFP, and six again, Player of the Year. Uh, For me, there's been a few good ones, but for me, one man stands head and shoulders above the rest, and that is Alex Wormsley. Well, well <laughs> not physically, <laughs> metaphorically, stands, stands, yeah. Uh, Johnny Lomax, I think he's been incredible. Done, okay. done it with done most of the season with one arm. Everything that Saints do good comes through that man, and proved it in the grand final. Yeah, I also had Johnny Lomax, and I can't even add to anything you've just said there. So, Brian. I had Johnny Lomax, except when he's been in Dublin the last 24 hours. Right. Has he been celebrating, over-celebrating, has he? 
Shall we say he's got no voice left and go. he looks a bit worse for wear, but he there still looks the best good-looking player out there? Yeah, there don't know. ask. Uh, and I had Johnny Lomax. There <laughs> we go. I just think he's the best player in Super League. Yeah, no, I agree. I just think you watch him, and I watched him on Saturday, and he just sees things that I think other players don't see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, um, it says something that... I I sat there on Saturday and I turned around to Sam and I and literally said the words, I've not seen Jack Wellsby. No. And within 10 seconds, Jack Wellsby set up John Benison. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I think that was his first touch. I think that was Jack Wellsby and that was, what, the 20th minute? Yeah. And it was all because Johnny Lomax was just dictating the game. Yeah. I mean, I think there's been a, I mean, there's been a few really, obviously... When you look at you know Brody Croft, um, Bevan French, Jay Field, um, Liam Farrell, I think is another. Mm. I think there's been some some excellent standout individuals throughout the season. I just think Lomax has. I I agree with you. I think he's been head and shoulders above. I think the reason is is because the players that you've just mentioned, as Callum and yourself and Bobby mentioned earlier this season and last season, to be quite fair, is that. Saints have that many good players that he doesn't stand out constantly. Yeah. But he does, but you just don't notice it mm. unless you're really watching him. Yeah. I think anybody else for honourable mention, Callum? I think Chris McQueen. Um Crispy Cream, he's been he's been great yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh Reese Martin, I think, has been incredible for, for Leeds. Yeah. Uh, I think he's probably been their their player of the year, in my opinion. Um and again was probably their best player on on Saturday, um, so I think he's been really good as well. Yeah, Andy Akers at Salford. Andy Akers has been excellent in a in a really good Salford side. So yeah, Huddersfield have had a couple as well. Lola here. Yeah, um, I think of somebody else. Huddersfield. Oh, Levi. Yeah, Levi's been Levi's good. Been yeah, good, yeah. Mm. But, I think uh, Joe Westerman's had a really good year at, at Cass at as Cass. well and led them. Yeah. I think someone who's been who hasn't been mentioned at all and helped their team not get relegated, Jai Whipred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Wakefield, Kawaki, yeah. absolutely yeah. class all season. Yeah, and I think and I think the two halves at Wakefield have been good as well. Lino and Miller. Yeah, I think they've been good as well. Um, I think Fuad Yahar at Catalans. Mm. Um, he's just a try scoring machine, isn't he? Yeah. Um, nobody from Warrington. Uh, no. No. Or Hull. No, Old Carver. I mean, Sean Kenny Dowell's had a, an excellent season. Probably, in, probably a level below, perhaps the mention we want to have mentioned. But he's had a he's yeah he's a really good influential season. Influential for them, yeah. Yeah, you know, like we said about Mikey Lewis before, people like that. So mm. excellent. Yeah. So and I think is that the last of the awards? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are our plans now then? Well, we're going to have a week off, I think, week or two off, um, and then we'll be back for a, a World Cup preview, and we'll be doing them throughout the World Cup as well. Yep, yeah, and uh, Bri, you're going to put a, a World Cup uh, prediction competition together for us, aren't you? Yes, I am. 16 teams, 16 players. Let's use last man standing. Exactly. That sounds good to me. Excellent. Well. All woman. All woman. All woman. All woman. Well. Still games to go to this weekend, though, Callum. Yes, obviously there's the the NRL Grand Final and the the Championship Grand Final and the wheelchair final and the, the wheelchair final um, this weekend. Yeah. So, 
Also, there's the League One promotion final, which is on Sunday. That's on the Sportsman. Yeah. And a quick mention that the Lane and Disability Rugby League World Cup is on at Headingley between 10 and 3 on Saturday. Okay, brilliant. Brilliant. Well, there we go. Still plenty of rugby league happening. Um, obviously, we'll be back in a, a week or two. Uh, we'll, we'll put it out there when we're going to be back. Yeah. But uh, thank you to everybody that has listened, not only this week, but throughout the season, the, the support and uh, all the downloads and everything means a lot. And the, the reason that we, we keep doing it every week. Uh, so from all of us at the Loose Forward podcast, just a, a big, big thank you. Um, we'll be back for the World Cup, as we said, and uh, we'll be back for Super League 26. Oh, 28. 28. You're right, it is confusing. See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, but like I say, if you, if you are going watching any of the, the rugby league this weekend, then please stay safe and enjoy. But from all of us here at the Loose Forward podcast, it's goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.